A few years ago, I began a new spiritual journey. I was raised a Christian, but tired of my confusion and denying my gifts, I decided to take a new path of discovery and internal growth. Along the way, one thing I realized was how many others are in a similar place in their lives, knowing there's more, but stuck in their own conditioning or doubt. So I decided to start this podcast as a way of vocalizing the things I was learning. But then it became something more. I decided to blend my own quest for self-discovery with a deep dive into the fascinating world of Cajun culture. We'll unravel the unexpected connections between these two paths and how they play a unique role in guiding us towards healing and growth, hopefully while offering insights and inspiration. I'm Heather, and this is Soulful Wonderings with the Pretend Cajun. Are you coming along for the ride? So a friend of mine recently sent a podcast episode to several of us to listen to. She thought it was something that we might really enjoy. It was my friend, Coach Tammy. She's been on here before. So you guys know who she is. And she's amazing. And y'all, she listens to so many podcasts. I still don't know how she does that, but she always has a great suggestion of one to listen to that, of course, always has great information that I always enjoy. And this one in particular was where the guest was talking about her spiritual awakening and kind of what that meant. And it was actually really special and I felt like it sort of spoke directly to me. The podcast is called A Well and Nourished Soul. And yes, I immediately downloaded more episodes after this to listen to. And the guest that day was a lady named Kelly Brock, who I understand has her own podcast as well. It's called Guide Not Guru. Downloaded some of hers as well. I'm very excited to listen to both of these ladies. But like I said, what she had to say just... I don't know, it just really spoke to me. And it really made me realize that this was something I needed to talk about as well. I needed to talk about my experiences. And I mean, I know I've talked about this a lot. But when I talk about all the changes that I've experienced these last few years, my spiritual journey, it's been my spiritual awakening. And I guess I've called it that inwardly or or with my group of friends that that I share a lot of these adventures with, but I don't know that I've ever called it that outwardly. I've talked about my journey and the things that I've learned, but at the end of the day, that's really what it is. It's a spiritual awakening. And you know, I think in the past when I've heard people talk about a spiritual awakening, I didn't really understand it. I mean, I got the gist of it and I thought it was really amazing and something I would love to experience one day, but until it really happened in my life, I didn't really get it. Plus to me, when you think of those words, it felt like it would be this one event and then that's it. Okay. I'm awake. Now what? Or that things would just magically be easier because this awakening would give me all this glorious insight and knowledge and I would be evolved and other things like that, right? 
wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sort of. But in other ways, also, no. <laughs> I mean, for me, this has just been the beginning of a new journey. The difference is now I look at it with new eyes. Eyes that are more open and that are more ready to learn and to accept new things. Okay, so let's stop for a minute and talk about this a little different way. What is a spiritual awakening? Well, a spiritual awakening is often described as a profound and transformative experience where an individual undergoes a significant shift in their perception, consciousness, and understanding of themselves and the world around them. It often involves a deep sense of spiritual insight, awareness, or realization that goes beyond the ordinary and can lead to a profound sense of connectedness and purpose and inner peace. So what are some of the key characteristics of a spiritual awakening? Well, first, um, it's an expanded consciousness. People often report a heightened sense of awareness and a deeper understanding of the interconnectedness of all life and existence. You just, you start to see that there's so much more than you ever really thought. Second is an inner transformation. Um, a spiritual awakening can often bring about significant changes in your values, your beliefs, and even your priorities. Um, often it can lead to a shift away from material things or materialism and ego-driven pursuits and towards a focus on inner growth, compassion, and love. Third is the dissolution of ego. Many spiritual awakenings involve a temporary dissolution or a transcendence of the ego. And this leads to a sense of unity with the universe or even a higher power. Next are mystical or transcendent experiences. Some people experience mystical or transcendent moments during a spiritual awakening, such as feelings of oneness with the universe, um, encounters with divine beings, or a profound sense of inner peace and bliss. There's also usually an emotional release. Um, a spiritual awakening can bring up intense emotions, and that can include joy, or sadness, or fear, or even awe. And it often includes a process of emotional healing and then therefore release. Another is changes in your perception of reality. People going through a spiritual awakening may perceive reality differently, often seeing the beauty and interconnectedness in even the most mundane aspects of life. Next is personal growth. And spiritual awakenings are often accompanied by a desire for personal growth and self-improvement. Many people engage in practices such as meditation, yoga, prayer, or mindfulness to you know, nurture that spiritual development. One more is compassion and empathy. 
many who experience a spiritual awakening report a heightened sense of compassion and empathy towards others. And this leads to a desire to contribute to the well-being of humanity and even the planet. You basically just find yourself wanting to help others. I think you just want everyone to feel what this is like. Now it's important to note that spiritual awakenings are highly subjective experiences and they can vary widely from person to person. They're not limited to any specific religion or spiritual tradition and they can sometimes occur spontaneously or even through intentional practices like meditation or contemplation or seeking guidance from spiritual teachers. You'll see some individuals that may have a single life-changing spiritual awakening, but then you'll have others that may go through what's more like a series of smaller awakenings over a period of time. I feel like that's how I've been. But the reality is it's a deeply personal and transformative journey that can have a lasting impact on your life and your worldview. But why? What causes you to wake up in this way? Some say it's a major life change or a trauma, you know, a life-threatening illness, a car accident, a near-death experience, um, a divorce. Maybe the pandemic was the catalyst for some. Um, a midlife or mental health crisis could do it too. Some have an existential crisis and begin questioning the meaning of life or the purpose of life. I've also seen some that basically they embark on parts of their journey that basically activates that higher consciousness. It may be things like, we talked about this before, meditation, practicing mindfulness, and, you know, other practices that are what we would consider um, self-transformational, and that's kind of what gets them started. And as much as something spiritual may seem like it would be peaceful and amazing, and it can be, and, and it truly is, but it can also be a little bit scary and a little bit unnerving. So I thought we might kind of talk about, you know, the steps that kind of progress as you go through this awakening. You know, those first steps, you're, you're kind of starting to question everything, you're starting to let go of those old belief systems, maybe even old relationships and habits, you know, and you're starting to feel like something's just missing and you want to know what it is. And this can truly be a really lonely time. You kind of start to feel lost and confused and truly like you are alone in this journey. I mean, you're thinking no one else could possibly feel like this. Everyone else knows what they want. They understand their religion and their relationships and their life. And you're over here feeling like you just don't know what any of that means anymore. Next, you may experience what I think is a dark night of the soul. And that can actually bring you to a really low place. But it's like you're stripping away all those things that no longer serve. You're getting rid of your ego. You may even start to feel kind of disconnected from the world. It can almost seem foreign to you, somewhere you don't really belong. And 
not what you thought you knew at all. And at this point, you're often starting to really begin to do that inner work, that shadow work, and really starting to evaluate yourself and who you are. So from there, you're probably going to start dismantling that belief system. You know, you're looking at that conditioning. You're looking at your limiting beliefs and your behaviors. And from there, you tend to start this quest for answers. Maybe you start to explore different spiritual practices. Um, you start looking to just gain expanded wisdom and understanding. That may even include new hobbies or new relationships. I find you're just starting to try things on and see where you fit and what you really believe, what really resonates with you. And you keep the things that work and the things that don't you leave. And in that time, you're probably also starting to discover your gifts and your talents and really starting to see the things that you want to pursue. So from there, you have all this learning and now you want to start integrating that learning into your life. You're healing your wounds. You're probably seeking out spiritual guidance or coaches, people like that, that can help support you and guide you through some of this. And this helps you start to reach that place where you're ready to start building your own structure. You're shifting. You're clearing out the negative. You're making room for that divine wisdom that's coming or that's already growing in you. You're finding what works for you. You're finding your place. Then there's the surrender. This is where I get hung up. I'm not going to lie. But this is the point where you're starting to know yourself better. You're releasing those structures that no longer serve. And you're starting to know what you believe and what structures work for you. What lifestyle works for you. And you're just starting to release all those things that are holding you back. So that you can truly step into your power. And I would say lastly, you start to have an awareness of um, your own divinity. Um, you start finding yourself wanting to live in service of others. You want to help others awaken and with their journey and just help people find their way and find their purpose. Here's the thing. This experience can create feelings of loneliness and disconnect from not only family but your friends I know I've found myself struggling how to sort of integrate my two lives together. You know, we've talked about this. Some people know about my spiritual side and um, others don't. Um, that conditioning and that upbringing comes into play so often. And I wonder who will still be in my life once they know the quote unquote truth about me. And of course, the reasonable side of me says, but that's on them. If they can't see that this is a good thing and that I'm still a good person, and in fact, I would say a better person, then maybe I don't need them in my life. But that's hard. I mean, it's hard to let go of people that you love and that have been important to you. And I mean, think about it. When it comes to family, that can make things particularly difficult. You know, if you aren't getting along or they think you're crazy or something like that. It can make things as simple as a family gathering really complicated and difficult. 
you start to feel like an outcast and you're just trying to figure out how to speak your truth in a way that makes sense and that brings people together not causing them to run away screaming <laughs> and you know you know what I'm talking about I remember one thing in particular that Kelly Brock said in that podcast from before she said I can't borrow your faith and that was a statement I think I've wanted to make so many times maybe I didn't know how to say it but it's like she's saying what's in my head I've never lost my faith I've never lost God in fact, God has become bigger. I feel closer to God. I just no longer put God inside this building that's called a church. Um, he no longer exists in this book. He is literally everywhere and in everything. And I don't want to make God small anymore. And my quote-unquote church friends may not understand what I mean by that. I mean, I get it, and that's okay. I mean, we all have our own path, right? But like she said, I can't borrow your faith. I can't borrow my parents' faith. I can't borrow my friends' faith. It's not my faith. And the faith of others in my life is just not the same anymore. And okay, it actually is at its core, but it's often hard for people to see that when you start disagreeing with them or what they see as you disagreeing with them. They get nervous. If, if you don't follow God the way they do, then you're wrong and you're lost. So maybe in a way I do have my own faith and I live by my own faith and you have yours and you live by yours. She also said that this can be like a soul awakening. And again, wow, that was so true. Because you know, it's like you go through your life believing one thing. Believing what your parents or your family or your community taught you. But somewhere inside your soul, something was missing. Your soul was seeking something. And when you start to wake up... You start to see it all. Your dreams may become more vivid. You start to see synchronicities in the world. Ones that can be, quite frankly, mind-blowing. Your relationships start to shift and change. Your spirituality will probably become more important to you. It almost becomes obsessive in the way that you think about it because truly... It's everything in your life. It's your, it's your foundation. It's who you are. And some people even have physical symptoms. Um, you're probably going to have heightened senses. Your empathy and your compassion will start to increase. One really lovely thing that I've enjoyed is you start to find your soul tribe. Or they find you suddenly the exact people that you need in your life are just there. It's like the universe starts to line up for you because you finally lined up your soul for it. And once you start knowing things, you want to know all the things. 
I mean, your curiosity is peaked like it's never been before in your life. And your mind is like a sponge. You just want to soak it all in. And it all starts to make sense. Things just start to make sense and add up. I've lost track of how many times I would just sort of sigh. <laughs> and finally, I get it now. And you, you just can't wait to know all the things. And for me, I wanted to know them right now. It, it's like there are days that I just can't learn and evolve fast enough. But just like everything else, it's a process. You didn't get all your conditioning at once. So it won't go away all at once. This is a journey. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not that one single event. It's a change that's for a lifetime. And again, figuring out how to marry this new me into my life has been the hardest part. Um, realizing that this is my life. There is no, there really is no marrying the two. Who I am is who I need to become. And you know, accepting what I need to let go of and having faith about what this new life will bring me can be challenging. It can be hard to just let go and let it happen. You know, understanding that God is bigger, that he's my creator of all that is, and he has big things in store for me. And the truth is, I want to shout that from a rooftop. But I also know that that not everyone is ready to hear it. So part of this journey is finding my voice to share this message in a way that people can hear and finding a way to have the patience to adjust and teach instead of, you know, turning on a fire hose of information that people aren't really ready for. You know, sometimes I have to remind myself of what I was like when I first started out and how that felt for me. I mean, I have times even now, even as far as I've come and as far as I've evolved, there are still times where I have to go, okay, wait, what now? And I have to kind of stop and, and slow down and, and let myself absorb the information and understand it. One really interesting thing is that all of this is what led me to becoming a theta practitioner. And I mean, years ago, I didn't even know what a theta practitioner was, much less that it would become such an important part of my life. But I want to help the world heal and for everyone to find their purpose and their happiness. I want everyone to be awake and open and ready to grow and learn who they are. I do have one thing that confuses me a bit, I guess. Um, I hear about a spiritual awakening, and to me, it's what we've been talking about. Then I hear others talk about it, and they mean people waking up to God and Christianity. Are they the same thing? Is, is what they are talking about maybe just the first step? And what I'm talking about... Maybe that's the next steps. Or is it actually different? Are there people who will never really go beyond the church walls to what I would consider truly awake? And that's fine, by the way. Okay, hear me. That's great. 
that's their path and I am here to support them on it 100%. What can I do? I will help you. Because to me, finding God is the key. So however you do that, I consider a win. I'm good. I just, I don't know. I guess I feel like there's just so much more to it than that. And I want everyone to experience that. And that feeling of peace and that feeling of truly feeling connected to God and the Creator. But anyway, so are they two different things? Or are they related? Are they really the same, but just maybe a bit different due to us being on different points in our paths? I mean, some people consider what I do witchcraft and therefore turning away from God, which is really the exact opposite of what I'm doing. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. <laughs> I just find it interesting, fascinating, because... Um, what I consider an awakening and what friends of mine consider an awakening are different, at least in the way that we, we speak it and the way that we say it. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If you're so inclined, you know, you could head over um, to Pretend Cajun on Facebook or Instagram um, on one of those pages and drop a comment. Tell me what you think, because I'm really curious about this. Okay, so what did we say before? It's important to note that spiritual awakenings are highly subjective experiences and they can vary widely from person to person. They are not limited to any specific religious or spiritual tradition. So maybe they are the same, just different paths. Because at the end of the day, we all have our own path to follow. Like we said, I, I can't borrow your faith, nor can you borrow mine. We have to find our own way. And I'm gradually stepping into my power and my purpose and feeling more comfortable with being the authentic me. In fact, I was just sharing with a friend the other day how I forget sometimes just how much I've changed just in the last year, much less this last what four years or more since this all began I mean I really think that people kind of from a younger season of my life I'm not even sure they would recognize me in the person that I am now that's actually something I'm pretty proud of so how about you has your soul awakened where are you in your journey and what can we help you with Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure and like and rate and follow and do all the things for our podcast. It really does help us out. Links and any other important things you need to know will be in the show notes. So make sure to check those out. If you have ideas of topics you'd like to hear about or questions you want us to answer, drop those on the Pretend Cajun page on Facebook or Instagram. And if you're interested in theta healing or maybe a reading, head over to the website, which is pretendcajun.com, to schedule a time. In the meantime, take care of yourself and each other. Until next time. <laughs>